0: morning is a compilation of, of different passages. <clears throat> Every word of God proves true. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. The Lord says, because you hold fast to me in love, I will deliver you. I will protect you because you know my name. When you call to me, I will answer you. I will be with you in trouble. I will rescue you and honor you with long life. I will satisfy you and show you my salvation. The Lord is not slow to fulfill his promise, as some count slowness, but is patient towards you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. The Lord is my strength and my shield. And in him my heart trusts. And I am helped and my heart exalts. And with my song I give thanks to him. And call upon me in the day of trouble, the Lord says, and I will deliver you and you shall glorify me. For you, O oh Lord, are a shield about me, my glory, and the lifter of my head. In all circumstances take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all. All the flaming darts of the evil one. For the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous man runs into it and is safe. This is the word of God for the people of God. May be seated. So last week we talked about arrows. I smile because it really hit home with me over this last week. Um, one of the things that uh, as we're working through this armor I've, I've been reading and, and meditating and studying and when we got to this part about the shield of faith that part of the the fiery arrows just really stuck out with me. did you get that it stuck out to me um, but it did and, and last Sunday, when I was pulling things together, I, I woke up last Sunday morning and the only I had a picture in my head, and it was me walking around with arrows stuck underneath my arms, and I had no idea where it was going. I had no idea what I was going to do i 'm just going knew that I was going to walk up here and stick arrows under my arm and walk around and see where God took it from there but it was impactful for me last week you kinda gave you a picture that you really hadn't seen much in in what the flaming arrows can be so did any of you guys practice last week not shooting them not, not what I'm asking did, did you practice last week understanding what they are and having a shield of faith to, to block some of those things? It's not an easy task, is it? No, because we're, we're used to taking the hits and, and giving them, quite honestly. We are. We're used to shooting them and and we're used to, to taking them because, you know what, that's just normal life. It's just the way it is. But that's not what the Bible teaches us, is it? That's not normal. So what do we have to do? We have to start a new path. We can't keep going down the same road. We have to go down a different road. But what does that look like? So that's one of the things when I'm talking about these things and I would say, you know, we need to practice. We do. We need to practice. Because we need to stop being old and be new and and, and to do something different. But I, I really enjoy using these kind of things because they're great visuals. I'm a visual learner. Um, most people are, from what I understand. Is that true? Teachers? I got my teacher section, right? Yes. Okay, so we have most people that, most people are visual learners. So let me ask you a question. After we left last Sunday, and you saw me walk around with the arm, there's under, arrows underneath my arm and all those kind of things. What did you see during the week? Did you see anything different? Did it take note of... What was about to come out of your mouth that probably shouldn't? Or did it go ahead and happen and you have to ask for forgiveness? You know, it's, it's about really seeing things differently, isn't it? The armor of what we've been talking about, you know, we those of us who have been in church for, for a long, long time, you've heard the armor all your life. But are you seeing it differently? Because that's key. There's a passage in um, that I want to read in Second um, Kings, and Elijah is um, being Elijah. He's being the prophet of the Lord. So Second Kings chapter six, and and um, I'm gonna I'm gonna read verses uh, five through seventeen. But I want to give you a little heads up on what's taking place. The king of Aram is at war with Israel. That's, this is the context of what's taking place. The king is at war, and he is planning on just destroying Israel. And he ends up in a conversation with some of his men. And one of his men says, uh, officers, one of his os- officers says this. Um, but Elijah, the prophet, who is in Israel, tells the king of Israel the very words that you speak in your bedroom interesting isn't it now us having watched all the spy movies and that kind of stuff we're like okay so there's somebody on the inside there's somebody that's on the inside that's probably a servant that goes into the king's bedroom and he overhears all these things and, and at night he puts a glass up to the door to listen to whatever that the king's whispering his secrets so that he can share that's where our minds go but that's not what's happening We're talking about Elijah, the prophet of the Lord, who speaks to who? God. And God is where? Everywhere. So who's in the bedroom? God. So God is talking to Elijah. And Elijah shares tactics with the king of Israel. So the king says, go find out where Elijah is because I'm going to go get him so what happens is in verse 15 when the servant of the man of God Elijah's assistant got up and went out of his tent early the next morning there was an army with horses and chariots that had surrounded the city because they were coming after Elijah oh my lord what shall we do the servant asked that's a phrase literally in the Bible oh my lord what shall we do you ever been there so here's this assistant comes out of the tent and he looks up and there's an army with chariots all around him because they're coming to get Elijah. At that point, the assistant may have said, probably not the job I should have taken. But he did. And so he sees this army with all these chariots coming to get Elijah. So what does he do? Elijah, you need to come take a look at this. And so Elijah comes out of the tent and he says, Do not be afraid, answered the prophet. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Put yourself in the shoes of the assistant. Me and you? More than all this, me and you? Here's Elijah's response, verse 17. Elijah prayed, O Lord, open his eyes so he may see. Then the Lord opened the servant's eyes, and he looked and saw the hills full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. What do you see? What do you see? That's why this is so important. All of these visuals is simply a a transition point for us to start seeing things spiritually. When you're walking into a situation that's tough. And you know now these arrows are flying back and forth. What do you see in the situation? And it can be very much like you know what I know. I'll tell you exactly what I see. I see each you arrows at me, and you know what? I'm going to take him out. But see, and that's that's part of my point. Part of my point is that we see, but we don't see the right side. We see so much that's happening from the side of the enemy. That when somebody shoots me with an arrow, then I'm like, I know who shot that. It's a customized arrow and I know exactly where it came from. You know what? And I got an arrow with their name on it. And we play it all out in our head. Because we're seeing things... Supernaturally, we are, because they're the arrows of the enemy, right? So it's the spiritual world. So we're seeing things supernaturally, but we are going to retaliate from the wrong side. But what do you see? And so instead of seeing that and understanding that, okay, this person shot me with that arrow, then I need to understand how does God want to respond in this not how does the enemy want to start a war between me and the other person but how does God want me to insert him into the battle and see what's taking place so that I may be a part of the winning side the winning side is when the other person's heart is captured for Christ you see the battle is not over who can get the best dig on each other Who can one-up you? That's not the battle. The battle is for the heart. Because the enemy's job is to what? Steal, kill, and destroy. They want to destroy your heart. They want to destroy your self-confidence. They want to destroy any position that you might feel like you have with the God of creation. So that you will be ineffective for the kingdom. That's the battle. The faith is... He is my strong tower, he is my shelter, he is my protector, he is my defender, shoot at me all day long, and your fire will get extinguished, because this is who I am, and I'm big enough to go, you know what, take your shot at me, but I'm coming after your heart with the angels of heaven, do you see that transition? It's not just that you're going to attack me. You know what, that's fine. Shoot me all day long. I've got this, so it's really not going to hurt me. But what you can't stop is me coming after your heart with the armies of heaven because Jesus died for you. And I see in your life that God wants a change. This is where life gets messy. This is where life gets messy because you are stepping into somebody else's world that shoots arrows. And it's hard. It's not easy. There's a lot of stuff that we need to work through. But it's okay. Because God's doing it. You're not the servant of Elisha who is looking around and going they're going to kill us they're going to kill us all both of us, me and you it's not that at all it's what is there on your behalf for you do you see the armies of heaven and the chariots of fire for you they're for you God is your shelter. He is your defense. Do you see it? It's there. It's there. But we need to get into practice of seeing it. We need to get into practice of, of engaging it. Of stepping into that. So what goes on in the story, what goes on, is that Elisha just says, Look, you know, God, would you just strike this army with blindness? And God's like, yeah, I'll do that. Now, wouldn't that be awesome? Right? You're at work, stuff starts getting a little tense. I'm out of here. Sneak out, you're, you know, and everybody's like, I don't see what's going on. That would be wonderful. Do you believe it would ever happen? Could God do it? Do you live like you believe it? That's a tough one, isn't it? God can do anything that he wants to do whenever he wants to do it. We know that. Do we even think about asking God to make them blind? Have you ever thought about it? I know. It's crazy, isn't it? But we're, running, we're stepping into some realities within the spiritual world that we really don't even think of. God can do anything. It's possible. But how does God want to handle it? Whatever situation you're in, whatever arrows are being shot at you, whatever you're dealing with, the question is, God, how do you want to handle this? Because whatever it is, I'm game. Because we have promises... That he is our shelter. That he is faithful. He is our defender. He will hide us underneath of his wings. We have those promises. Some of what we read this morning is like, you know what? God's sometimes a little bit slow on that from our perspective. But he isn't. God is not slow. He is patient, what? With us. Because he's got his timing. He can be trusted. Because he loves us. But the that We're in is about seeing things the way that God sees them and what he has given us to understand that our shield of faith is one that is designed to quench darts and to protect us faith in that you believe that he is your shelter that he is who he says he is that he is your defender. That's the faith. Well man Ian I just got hit with this and this. That's great. How does God see it? Because that's how you move forward in your life. Not how you see it. Not how you're going to figure out your strategy to shoot the arrow back at them. It's not that. It's how does God see it and how does he want to respond through you. To protect you and to reach the other person. That's a different take on the battle. We have to break our mindsets of thinking of, how do I shoot back? And what has God provided us? In all of his promises, in all of his weaponry, in all of his defense. So what are we seeing? The Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians 5, 7, that we walk by faith, and not by sight. The sight is understanding what you're seeing in front of us, and in front of you, is true. That's faith. It's not tangible. That's that. What it talks about there is, is we don't talk about we don't we don't live and 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 have faith off of what we see tangibly, whether it's the Bible, whether it's how many people are sitting here, whether it's. It's trusting that God is showing you what he needs you to see. Elisha steps out of his tent and he sees the armies of the Lord. Man, I want to get there. Wouldn't you love to step into a situation and go, Man, this looks like a pretty tough situation according to that guy. But what I'm seeing is God's empowerment and his defense of who I am. Faith is being sure of what we hope for. What we believe in. God has promised to keep to be faithful to us. He has promised to deliver us. From everything. God doesn't pick and choose. I'm not going to deliver you from this, I'm going to deliver you from that. But it's having that shield of faith to go, you know what? I am protected and I can trust that God's going to take care of me. Our shield, our defense, is Him. This week, practice not shooting as many arrows. Okay? Practice not shooting as many arrows. When you get hit with one, believe that God is your deliverer. He is your defense. Okay? Practice. Practice not shooting. Practice believing. Step at a time. We will get it step at a time. Well, Ian, man, I just, you know, and I I did, I I wondered if somebody may have walked in today with with a little suit or whatever with arrows stuck all in them like a Hey, Ian, how's it going? How was your week? I don't even need to ask. But these arrows are things that are shot at us constantly so that we stop moving forward and becoming the people that God wants us to be. It's an attempt to stop our discipleship and our growth. And God has set us up to be able to defend us, to deflect these things so that we can be what he's called us to be. The arrows are designed to stop you and to hurt you. It's not the person they came from. Okay? That's kind of difficult sometimes too, to, to to transfer that from a person to the powers, principalities, and rulers of darkness. Because the person that shot the arrow, don't forget Jesus died for them too. We need to grab a hold of that and trust that God is in it for us and the other person. The shield of faith, arrows. Next week we're going to move into the belt of truth. Okay? The belt of truth. We're going to talk a little bit about crusaders and understanding how they got to be a point where they could be a crusader and have a belt. So it's going to be pretty interesting to watch these connections come from that to where we are and how Paul describes it today in Ephesians for us to be able to put on the belt of truth. Shield of faith. Take up your shield of faith. Get up in the morning. I would grab your shield first and then your cell phone. But take it up. You need it. For the battles that we're in, you need it. Arrows, stop shooting them. Stop shooting them. All right, let's pray. Father, Lord God, we are thankful for the day that you've given us and how you've blessed us. Father, to give us an an understanding of this shield of faith that is for us, for us to use, to take up. Lord, I thank you for giving us further insight also into the arrows that we shoot and that we get shot by. Father, I thank you for surrounding us with a hedge of protection. Father, the armies of heaven, the chariots, the angels, Father, ready to be sent to us and to be with us through what we're facing. Father, thank you for your blessings upon us and how much you love us. God, you are praiseworthy. So, Father, I ask you to continue to teach us to strengthen us, to walk with us in our paths and on our journeys. And I thank you for being our defender. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.